Do you ever find yourself selflessly helping another person who won't help themselves? Welcome to the Transformative Duff. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 70 of Tractate Exodus, and we learn that it's time to stop being a martyr. You're just a crutch for their predicament. It's far better to show them the ladder out of their pit. Welcome to the Transformative Duff, and thank you for being my Chavrissa today. I like to begin with the story. Avraham is in a quandary. Sarah doesn't like the influence that his older son Yishmael is having on their son Yitzchak and is insisting that it is time for Hagar and Yishmael to leave the patriarch's household. Everything Sarah says to you, hearken unto her voice, the Almighty declares. And so Avraham obediently sends Hagar and Yishmael off into the desert. Can you imagine how painful that was for Avraham? To evict his own flesh and blood from his home? Undoubtedly, in his mind, any fatherly impact that he would have upon his child would cease at that moment. Who knew what would become of Yishmael? Indeed, whatever does become of Yishmael after such an agonizing moment in their lives? The next time we encounter Yishmael in the Torah is at his father's funeral. The Torah tells us that he was buried by his two sons Yitzchak and Yishmael. Our sages tell us that Ishmael did Teshuvah later in life and therefore merited to be mentioned as he paid his final respects to his father. What prompted his Teshuvah? Let's look at today's Gemara. If a man was thrown into a pit and said that anyone who hears his voice should write a get, a bill of divorce for his wife, they should indeed write it and give it to her. Let's analyze the Gemara. A fellow is trapped in a deep pit and thinks to himself, I'm going to die down here. Nobody will know what happened to me. My poor wife will remain an aguna, a chained wife. Let me shout out to passers-by. Perhaps someone will hear my voice and accept my instructions to write a get for my wife. Our sages permitted such a designation. However, the Shulchan Aruch adds, some say this law applies only when they saw the figure of a man or even a faint resemblance. Otherwise, we suspect it to be a shade, a demon. Let's take a moment to think about this strange scenario. The fellow is trapped in a pit. Why doesn't he scream for help for someone to come and save him? Instead, he's so selfless that all he can think about is, how would this dire situation impact my wife? And so, he responds by protecting her future by arranging a get, a divorce for her. But is that really the best way to protect her? Of course not. If he would be saved, he would have far greater ability to care for her needs in years to come. In his mind, he's acted selflessly, thinking about others' needs before his own. But by placing her needs before his own, ultimately he's not helping either of them. Sadly, many people selflessly put the needs of their loved ones before their own, acting almost like a martyr for the other person. They think that they're doing the right thing, but it's not always so straightforward. Sometimes stepping back and letting go would be far more helpful to both of them. Picture the following situation. Herschel is 50 years old. He still lives at home with his parents. Actually, he hasn't always lived with them. For a while, he had his own apartment, took care of himself, and rarely even called his parents. But Herschel has a gambling problem. Time and again, he's lost everything, getting deeper and deeper into debt and eventually declaring bankruptcy. Unable to cover his basic costs, 10 years ago, he moved back in with his parents. Initially, he was still working. But after a while, he got laid off and never got around to looking for a new job. He just had no motivation. With a roof over his head and three meals a day, a phone line, an internet connection, what more could he ask for in life? 
Meanwhile, Herschel's parents, Yankel and Rivka, are in their late 70s and still going to work every day to ensure that they have enough money to take care of themselves and Herschel. One day, Herschel's aunt Leia has had enough of witnessing their upside-down life. Why don't you kick him out already, Rivka? Leia asks her sister, wondering why Herschel does nothing all day. Oh, I would never do that, Rivka replies. He's my son. That was our patriarch Avraham's attitude toward Yishmael. He could never imagine evicting him. But that wasn't the only problem. Ishmael's waywardness was due in part to Avram's extraordinary kindness. Think about the following example. If a child asks a parent for a knife, how should he be responded to? The correct response is to refuse the knife to the child, of course. But sometimes misplaced kindness results in the parent saying yes, thinking that he wants to make the child happy. It would seem that Avraham, in his quest to please his child, said yes far too often, leading to a child who was spoiled and undisciplined. It took the painful decision to send him away for Yishmael to mature and learn to create his own limits. And the more he matured and set his personal limits, the more he understood his purpose in this world. Until by the end of Avraham's life, Yishmael had become a decent moral human being. Until Avraham let Yishmael go, they were really both suffering. They just didn't know it. However, once Avraham took that courageous step, as painful as it may have been, it was the first step toward Yishmael's growth and maturity. Avraham might have thought that he was helping Yishmael by selflessly giving and giving, but not only did it hurt Avraham and everyone else in the family, it wasn't helping Yishmael either. The fellow in the pit who selflessly offers a get to divorce his wife epitomizes this attitude of self-sacrifice to make the other person happy. But it's really just a martyrdom of fools. He believes it is helping her, but it's really not helping her. The best way to help his wife would be to figure out how to get out of the pit and return to the wife and children. Right now, he needs to put himself first. Doing so is ultimately the best solution, not just for himself, but for everyone involved. Rivka wakes up each day and believes that she's acting selflessly by going out to work and supporting Herschel. But all she's really supporting is his habit of uselessness. That's not doing him any favors. It's a martyrdom of fools. If she would force him to leave, he would be forced to get his life back on track. You are placed on this earth to help others, but you always need to check and ask yourself whether you are indeed helping them or simply providing a crutch for them to avoid helping themselves. If you are suffering while the other person is living it up at your expense, you're not doing him or yourself any favors. Just like that man in the pit who was almost a shadow of his former self, Sometimes a person can become so selfless that he forgets who he is. It might be a child who you're giving money to far beyond the parental duty years. It might be a friend who is dragging you down with his negative energy while you're constantly there to support him. It might be an employee or a colleague who's not pulling their weight by constantly picking up the pieces and covering for their negligence. It's not helping anyone. Don't be a martyr of folly. Sometimes the best assistance you can give is to let go and watch the other person with consternation as they figure out their issues. May you merit climbing out of the pit and watching others climb out of theirs. Wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Daf Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Daf Yomi global movement, there's something in the transformative Daf for everyone. 
It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the duff with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful about Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe. To achieving a life of simcha and purpose, transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daf.